Today's episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked provides men with at-home male hormone tests that can identify the causes of imbalance that lead to a number of serious health issues, such as low energy, erectile dysfunction, low sex drive or libido, infertility, anxiety and depression, and issues preventing you from building muscle. Let's Get Checked was founded with the mission to help people live longer, happier lives by putting them at the center of their own health care. So skip the long lines of the doctor, the endless forms to fill out while you're there, and the not-so-confidential nature of an in-person visit. Customers collect samples in the comfort and privacy of their own home. Then send your sample in, and within a week, you'll be able to receive your results easily and conveniently via the online dashboard. And while you're there, you'll be able to get guidance and support from the professional medical team who will help you turn your prognosis into solutions for better health. Best of all, our listeners get an exclusive discount. Use the code FRANK20 at checkout to receive a 20% discount on your order. So don't delay. Visit www.letsgetchecked.com today and start your journey towards a healthier, happier you. If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, the podcast. Frank and Beans, a sex and relationship podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't notice we had to switch that up a little bit. Right. If you're confused, I'm not actually Brian. Yeah, my name's not actually (laughs) Beth either. We got gotcha. you. I am Beth. And I am Brian. Yeah. We're tricksters. We do that from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny because it did throw my brain off, and I was like, wait, what was I supposed to say? <laughs> well, whenever, yeah, you've done it to me a couple of times, and it's like, uh, 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 <laughs> wait, who, who am I? Right. Where are we? What's today? October? <laughs> <laughs> That's how this coronavirus is making me feel. Honestly, dude. Okay, so I went to work on Thursday morning, dead ass thinking it was Monday for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the hell? Mm. No, yeah. I can kind of keep my day straight, but it's like, oh, it's payday already. Okay. Right. Come on. I mean. Let's go Amazon and DoorDash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The only reason I'm keeping my days straight this week is because it has been the most insane fucking 48 hours of my life. (laughs) Audience, to bring you up to speed, on Thursday night, not only did I get a late night phone call from someone I fired six months ago, yikes, which is already concerning. I did not answer it because there is no fucking good that could come of that. No, none. But after... Yeah. After that phone call, um, I went outside to get some air and uh, ended up on Cops Waynesville. <laughs> <laughs> Live PD was rolling down your street. Oh, my God. Yeah. Long story short, uh, my neighbor, crazy drunk crackhead neighbor, <laughs> uh, called me a bitch from across the street for absolutely no reason. Mm. Um yelled at her husband at a level that my door was shut, their door was shut, and they were across the street. And the person I was talking to on the phone could hear them for two hours. Yeah, yikes. (laughs) So at some point, it was time to call the police. 
Yeah. Now, did three Waynesville squad cars need to pull up to take <laughs> Probably the domestic not. disturbance? <laughs> Probably not. But it was very humorous that they would not answer the door for five minutes. Mm. What I've now dubbed the quick flush the drugs five <laughs> Right. So now I'm just living in fear. Mm. Oh, plus the Facebook stalker. Yeah. 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 There was a dude who just fucking all of a sudden randomly... Like, 27 of my posts within one minute. No. And then by the time I was sharing that, it was up to 30. <laughs> so that was time to block him. <laughs> we'll have to do an episode on, like, Facebook etiquette. Etiquette, you yeah. Know? So, guys out there, do not. If you don't already know this, how do you don't, how do you not already know this? But if you are scrolling through a pretty girl's page, don't fucking like the friendship when the friendship starts that's when you're allowed to like things yeah from if then, you go uh, back in time yeah mm-hmm. maybe the last couple of days is okay well but like in in quick succession like that i think now no one you get like one yeah. a couple maybe days if their away. profile picture was from two months ago go ahead and like that right but anything before that when you have to scroll through somebody's shit and start liking stuff? No. Oh, my God. And he ruined the care emoji because, like, half of it was the hug. And Ugh. I'm like, ugh. Now the hug is just creepy. Right? It's like a non-consensual <laughs> emoji. It's like a Joe Biden emoji. Oh, my God. It's the Joe Biden emoji. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Oh, no. Not to mention all of that stressing me out. I can't even get into it. Yeah. I was, like, in a fuel of rage yesterday. Mm. <laughs> I was just... I can't take the world anymore. No, it's gotten stupid. We got extended right. till the 15th, so that kind of I don't of sucks. even know anymore. I'm just, I've resigned myself to. Well, nobody wants to be like Georgia. Like, holy shit, guys. This is what happens when you don't fucking listen. Right. Well, and, you know, Tennessee opened back up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was hanging out with someone and we had discussed, like, going to Tennessee just for fun because. You know, it's not that far from me, and we just really wanted to go at a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. But then I saw on someone's Facebook post that they drove all the way from Illinois to Tennessee just to go out to eat. Come on. And I was like, "Mm, I mean, I trust me going there because, obviously, I know I'm not sick, and I'm not going to go give it to anyone. Yeah. But, like, I don't trust people from Illinois. (laughs) We used to live (laughs) there. We No, don't trust those people. Right. Exactly. We know. (laughs) And like usually it's bigger areas. You know what I mean? And this person wasn't from a small area in Illinois. So yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it would be cool to kind of take a road trip and go get, you know, a fresh prepared meal that you didn't have to cook. But is it worth it? Is it worth it at that point? Right. Well, and South Carolina is open back up almost completely. Like retail stores are allowed to be open again and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. And that's why I'm like, "Mm, I trust Tennessee more than South Carolina. (laughs) They're both like 40 miles from me. So it's like, you know, it's not like it's a long drive. But um, yeah, I mean, Tennessee is just opening restaurants back up. So, Well, they open bars back up, but you have to be able to eat at the bar. Well, and I think so uh, with with our new extension, it was worded weird to where like bars and nightclubs can't be open. Um, But it was like, if you're able to maintain social distancing... You can open up. Mm-hmm. If you're a retail store, if you're a restaurant, you can open up. But my way of thinking is, man, if I, what's the wait list going to be if you can only sell 30% of your your tables at a restaurant? 
Right. Yeah. You kind of have to wonder what the over if the overhead is even worth it. Right. I mean, I don't, am I going to wait know. in line for two hours? Because as soon as I plop my ass down at a restaurant slash bar, I'm not getting up. Right. I was I was talking about how like so the person I was thinking about going to Tennessee with had gone to Tennessee to eat the night before. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he's like, yeah, they only like were allowing like 25 percent capacity. Mm. So you had to go wait in this little like tent area and then they take your temperature before you come in. Holy shit. OK, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, this, like, it's just like a forehead scanner. Yeah. yeah. Like I know people who are like my friend works at a grocery warehouse and they do that every day yeah. before they come into work. So that kind of makes sense. Um but um, anyway, I was I was thinking about it, and I was like, uh, I said, whatever we order, I don't care how good it is, we have to send it back immediately just out of principle. Like, <laughs> this is good. It ain't, I waited two months for this good, okay? <laughs> right? Yeah, no. Oh. And then he was saying how you can't go sit at the bar, but they'll make you a drink. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to insist that the bartender come to our table <laughs> and make that drink in front of me. Right. <laughs> I've waited a long time for this. Can you imagine a world to where, like, the bouncer now takes your fucking temperature? <laughs> That's so I weird. I mean, honestly. <laughs> honestly. It's funny because, you know, we're talking about how, like, what the new normal will look like or whatever. Right. And, uh, yeah, I have a feeling it's just going to be – there's going to be a very distinct before epidemic and after em- epidemic. Yeah. Mm. I'm not looking forward mm-hmm. to it. No. No. But if you're interested in finding out how you can survive, you can listen to our episode on love during the apocalypse. Yeah, that was a good one. I feel like, I mean, it was good tips in there. Always mm-hmm. good uh, always good information that we put out. We wouldn't put out shit, right? Not us. Right, and there's something for everybody. It's like, you know, we did a segment where it's about if you are, like, married and kids mm-hmm. and how to survive, like, your whole family being in the house. We have a part about if you're trying to date because you're still single and how to navigate that yeah and then uh yeah then just how to sort of like use the opportunity to strengthen the relationships you already have right yeah like last night my uh best friend laura and i uh facetimed for about an hour and like they were all super drunky and her husband's in the back like a little kid like dancing around <laughs> it's like look at me look at me <laughs> like, yeah. i was like it feels like we're hanging out <laughs> yeah <laughs> sort of so, you know, speaking of previous episodes, though, what did we talk about last week, Brian? We talked about embarrassing sex stories, and we got oh to share um, a lot of our friends and listener stories, and it was a blast. I'm sure we could do this. Uh, I, I, there's going to be a part two, I'm sure. Right, for sure, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of those that we can do. We, we need to, we need to We need to do a second round of listener emails. We do. Um Episode 100, which is coming was up. Was that it? Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did it maybe at 50, we'll so maybe we do it at 100. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Which is coming up. So send us your questions, queries. Are you going through a situation that you need advice on? Mm-hmm. Consult the experts, me and Brian, by emailing us at fnvpodcast at gmail.com. That's the letters Frank November Bravo at gmail.com. Yeah. What else can people do for us, Brian? Oh, the best thing that they could do is visit patreon.com slash Frankenbeans. P A T R E O N dot com slash Frankenbeans, all spelled out. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. We're going to go through this very shortly and kind of revamp it. Um, we're going to have the t shirts on there. 
Uh, we're going to have pins. We're going to have magnets, stickers, all cool stuff. You can get a beer crack. Right now, I think it's at five, but I think it should be at three. All right. Well, that can be a beer crack in your honor. Right. There it is. I didn't have it ready. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought I was doing it because I was playing Brian today. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, yeah, I don't um, know why we decided to. Uh, you know, you know why we decided to do opposite today of what we normally do, because last night I realized that the the world is upside down now. It is up is down, like down is up. Green means last style. night. I literally said, if you would have told me ten years ago that I would be saying, you know what, Mitt Romney's not such a bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed you in the next election. Right. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> mm. Joe Biden oh emojis. My Joe Biden emojis. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how Facebook put it right next to the laughing emoji, and I'm like, right. that's fucking me up right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I use the laugh emoji constantly. I'm friends with a lot of comedians, so <laughs> yeah. But you can also do us a favor for free by leaving us a nice review on whatever platform you're on or facebook yeah follow us on facebook we have other social medias but we are also in search of a social media intern to help us with that. well also other social medias are just garbage like we've talked about this before twitter is so stupid twitter is i don't dumb. know how it works twitter is dumb and it's just a bunch of trolls um fighting each other over what 80 characters or less yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, now trolling on Facebook has become almost a part-time job for me at this point. You know, <laughs> I got you're part of the um, Quarantine Beard Chug group. No, I got rid of it. I couldn't handle it. But that's it what turned that, into so much drama. That's what it turned into. It turned into like, oh, you're chugging Natty Light. Ooh, big guy on campus. Like, shut the fuck right. up. Right, like, and then girls are like, here's my wine and cleavage. And cleavage. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And uh, so there was like, there was this one post on there that um, it was this lady who was like, delete this post and I'll, uh, I'll share a story about one of the moderators who's cheating on their wife or whatever. I saw that. Yeah. And everybody's like, ooh. And then it turned into a whole separate group. (laughs) Because, like, we're like, kitty, spill the tea. What is it? Who is it? Who is it? And then that lady got kicked out. Oh, yeah. And then uh, then all the people that were like, ooh, who is it? La, 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 they started getting kicked out. But then one person's like, I'm setting up a separate group for Kitty. <laughs> and then everybody was trying to find Kitty. And like, what happened? Who is it? It was this whole, like, I was, like, so invested in this, like, crazy drama thing about people I don't even know. Yeah. And then at some point, oh, then what we started doing in the other group was um, making fun of all the people in the original group. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would post a picture and then just, like, do a great funny roast, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's funny because there was a mole in that group Mm. that got back to the other group and was like, they're in there making fun of us. Mm. And then some girl, like, sent me (laughs) a private message that was like, I heard you said this about me. Mm. I'm like, yeah, because you are a fucking, like, just... Go back to spring break, wherever you're from, Brittany, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's become a mess. And I, I fell victim of it to where, like, this one dude posted a picture of his kitchen. And the kitchen shelves were lined with nothing but Jim Beam. And it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be cooler if you like good bourbon. And I'm like, Brian, what? <laughs> Brian, yeah, I mean, it's funny, but it's like, 
Brian, what are you doing? What do you care if this dude drinks Jim Beam? What do you think if right. what do you care if he thinks that Jim Beam is the greatest fucking bourbon on earth? How does that affect right. me? I felt I fell victim to trolling on that. Yeah, well I had political arguing to get back to. <laughs> Uh, well, we've got a podcast to get back to. <laughs> we do. We do. And that's enough of the business. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long one. <laughs> Hope you guys are still there. Yeah. It was funny because uh, we were listening. I'm uh, not to digress again, but I was listening to Trash Blood this week. Uh, Trash Blood podcast. Yeah. And um, it's funny because uh, Zach, one of the hosts, A, burped through the whole show, uh-huh. and then, um, went on two, like, ten-minute tangents, and I was like, uh, Zach, first of all, burping is my thing. Right. So- <laughs> <laughs> and tangents are left for Franks and Beans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I, I got about 30 minutes in that episode, I was like, mm, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> That happens a lot. My favorite thing is like when uh, <laughs> when BJ starts going off on a tangent, and you just like tell Zach's listening and not listening because because <laughs> like, like all of a sudden like BJ will be done with his story, and then Zach will come back and is like, <laughs> "Yeah, man," or like it's like some like vague random response. Well, and like BJ's, you know what I mean, man, is like my um. Here, so here's the thing. Right, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I did hear that he was taking shots at Jameson. So one of these days, oh, yeah, yeah. we need to do a crossover. Because mine and BJ's like reading comprehension is about the same, I feel like. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And we stumble over the, the easiest of words. Yeah. So BJ and I just need to start a podcast where it's like, read this sentence, and if you fuck up, you take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That will. Yeah, we'll have to look into that <laughs> we, crossover episode. We will die. Yeah. Oh, also, not your normal murder mm. wants to do a crossover episode. Okay. But we gotta wait till post corona because Deirdre, Deirdre lives in Georgia now. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But anyway, today on Frank and Beans, <laughs> <laughs> we are discussing the laws of attraction mm-hmm. why are we attracted to one another yeah and i want to point out that like laws of physical attraction because there is a law of attraction out there but it has nothing to do with like sex and relationships oh okay yeah. is it like about magnets and shit or what <laughs> no it's like you know it's a way of like positive thinking and if you want something to happen it will eventually happen and oh is that the secret yeah, it is. No, you're exactly right. It literally is. I was yeah. just joking. No. Oh my god, that's exactly that's what it is. And it's like early yeah. 2000s inspirational. Mm-hmm. Video. Like if you're positive about things and you you really want something in your life, you can put out the- these positive energies to attract these things in your life, which might work in e- dating. I mean, a, a, if you create a vision board in dating, though, that's just gonna look creepy. Oh, that's uh, if I walk in and there's a vision board with like. Facebook pictures of me. Oh. <laughs> no. That's the quickest way to fuck up the laws of attraction. Oh my god, it's like it's like your ha- pieces of your hair are connecting the <laughs> <laughs> There's like a little dowel with like a makeshift beard on there. Oh my god. Oh, I'm out. I'm running. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But anyway, so this topic was actually inspired by a conversation I had this week with someone where we discussed the idea that a personality is what makes someone more attractive to me. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
Um, you know, obviously there are always people who are like traditionally good looking. Right. But sometimes when those people open their mouth, mm-hmm. they can make my vag dry up like the Sahara. Oh my gosh. They can make my dip my dick limper than a spaghetti noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Al dente. <laughs> <laughs> not even. Al dente it, it implies that it's a little chewy. No, not even. Oh, not even. No. But It just retreats inside your body. <laughs> right. My <laughs> dick has become an innie. <laughs> but and I've had this happen, too, to where, like, so similarly, ugh, um, someone, <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some, <laughs> some, all right, take a drink. Um, someone can be mediocre looking. But if they are really funny and easy to be around, it gives it me gives you boners. It gives me a mad boy boner. Uh gives me lady boners. Yeah, fair. I didn't yeah. realize that these were all written for you, but um. no, I I didn't even realize that. That's okay. Okay, like it's actually painful for me to be around people who aren't funny, right? Or people who can't take jokes, or people who are bad at jokes. Oh, bad at jokes too. Like that's just it. Is like. People who, like, think they're funny, but they're really not, you know? You know what's worse is, like, being around that person, but their friends think that they're funny, and you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, if if this guy is your comedy king, what are the rest of you like? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> That's the guy that goes to open mic and eats shit. <laughs> How do you open mic? Yeah, but, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Choking on whiskey. Um, That's okay. But also, like, he goes home to his friends and, like, yeah, I fucking nailed it. Right. Yeah, killed oh, it. I killed. killed. Killed it. Well, there was that one open mic that I hosted where a guy did that, but his, like, 20 of his friends came. Yeah. And they, I was hosting, so I picked the order. Mm-hmm. And uh, literally all 20 of his friends were, like, refusing to laugh at any of the other comics. Bunch of assholes. So I was like, all right, I'm going to lose this guy's spot in line. And then, oops. It, so he, I, I made him go dead-ass last. I was like, if we're going to do this, <laughs> he's going dead-ass last. Yeah, you're, he was supposed to go, like, right. 13th. Yeah. So finally he comes up to me and he's like, um, I think you, I think you maybe missed my spot. I think I was supposed to be 13. And I'm just like twirling my hair. Oh, did I? <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, sure. weird. Yeah. And then he goes up there, eats shit for two minutes, and then walks off the stage. I'm like, yeah, welcome to comedy, motherfucker. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so admittedly, there are also things that you can learn about a person as you get to know them better that can affect how attracted I feel to them. Agreed. For instance, yeah, yeah. So, like, for instance, I've totally dumped people that were not driven Mm -hmm. and consistently trying to find, like, new goals in their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, because, like, I'm an achiever. Like, I'm always looking for, like, the next thing to do, you know? Like, you know, I tried comedy. And then when I tried comedy, I was like, okay, well, I want to do roasting. And then it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to try for a festival. Okay, got that. Now I'm going to produce my own show, you know? So people who aren't always trying to, like, better themselves in some way, yeah, it's not going to work out for See, and I'm the person that loses interest very quickly. Um, today it's podcasting. Tomorrow it's screen printing. The next day it's 
You know what I mean? I, I, I will yeah, do things sure. I will do things enough not to master them, but to be proficient at them and then mm-hmm. move on to the next thing. Yeah. So I'm I guess I'm not your type. <laughs> well, but I mean at least you're looking for something new. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Like I, people I, who are just complacent the way they are. Oh, that's true. And go to boring ass work every day and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like or if your your general life directions aren't the same, you know, like if some guy's like, man, I can't wait to have kids, I'm like, deuces. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and on top of that, like, mm, man, the, I mean, you've got the Packers fans and the Cardinals fans, which resonates with us, but, like, you know those people. Um, if you're a Texans fan and somebody's a Cowboys fan, that's no good. Right. No, that's a huge boner killer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or Steelers fans, gross. Yeah. I think Cardinal fans are the worst for me. Though. I you know, I, I, it. and it's, that's because that we're, we're Cubs fans, but I've heard that from other fans that are just like, what's with these fucking Cardinals fans? Honestly, honestly, it, they're it, trash. They're trash. <laughs> and like, I'm all about getting new listeners and not offending listeners. But if you're a Cardinals fan, please stop listening now. Yeah. Yeah. Brian shared a great, uh, like, I guess it was not a meme, but an actual picture that was, like, uh, like this fucking dude in a Cardinals jersey with, like, you know, just the trashiest mustache and long hair you've ever seen, holding a sign that oh, yeah. says, get a get a Brian, Mor- Morans. <laughs> Morans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, A, it's hilarious, but, B, like, I'm like, Brian is my best friend. Get a Brian, Morans. Yeah, get a Brian. <laughs> like, They're cool yeah. people. Might as well get yeah. a Brian. And then it was Get funny. Yourself a Brian. There was somebody that posted, um, or uh, on that post, um, or reacted to it, or responded to it. There's actually like a Brian Moran out there. No way. Yeah, I posted <laughs> posted like a screenshot of his Facebook profile, Brian Moran. Oh my god, that's hilarious. So that actually, um, there's I, I know this one comedian named Aaron Hahn who's from Kansas, and uh, he keeps like there's a political commentator named Ben Shapiro. Who's just like an ass clown. Yeah. And then he'll keep like posting posts about, um, you know, Ben Shapiro this today. Well, me and uh, Patrick Cunningham, who's another great comic, have this friend named Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. And it's always like a race to which one of us can get to the Aaron Han post of Ben Shapiro first. And be like, yeah, Ben Shapiro, which like, <laughs> like tagging the Ben Shapiro we know. Yeah. In it. And it's it's just turned into a whole thing now. Oh, that's <laughs> so. perfect. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, you know, those are just normal boner killers. But, you know, those are all things that people tend to externalize and they're easy to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like lack, or like drive or lack thereof can be witnessed in the form of like one's day to day. Sure. Like, are they just happy at their mediocre, shitty paying job? You know, do they have other hobbies or passions they pursue? Mm-hmm. Or are they happy just going home and watching TV at the end of every single day? Right. Yeah. Or, you know, for example, if someone places a great deal of importance on religion, you'll know that by, like, attend- them attending ceremonies and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It's so- It's not always easy to see... The personality immediately, but yeah. No, that makes sense. And then that, you know, that begs the question, where the scientific, biological, and innate reasons we are attracted to one person versus another. 
um, the ones that we can't quite put our finger on. Yeah, you know, we touched on this in a couple of other episodes, like kissing, mm-hmm. um, where we did learn, you know, that opposites attract is a real phenomenon. Right. You know, it's because our bodies release pheromones that we sense on one another. Mm-hmm. And our bodies are actually built to be attracted to those who are the most different from us, specifically genetically. Right. And even more specifically, have the most different immune systems from our own so that our offspring have the highest chances of survival. That is so nerdy. I love it. (laughs) It is so nerdy, but I can't believe I did not learn that until I was 39 years old. Right? Like I was today years old when I found out. Right. This is also further proof to the theory that the reason I have a long history of being attracted to giant pieces of shit is because I'm so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that that makes sense. It's all clear now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but there is more to... Uh, is what? there. I'm sorry? It is there more. Yeah, but is there more? To, <laughs> <laughs> to why? You're reading like shit today, Brian. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just drinking the entire time because I'm reading like shit. <laughs> um, but is there more to why we find ourselves inexplicably, oh my God, attracted to another person? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like why is it that some women can look at adam levine and think he is so sexy right but i look at him and think oh that's what happened to the guy that sold me weed in high school (laughs) right yeah (laughs) i he is not sexy to me at all and his voice is like nails on a chalkboard no and it's i mean it's the same like to me um cameron diaz not attractive her face is like too wide i don't know what it is about her but i there's just not that And I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I know that a lot of you women and men will disagree with me. Scarlett Johansson, not impressed. Yeah, I don't think she's that hot. I mean... We also know she has herpes now, too, so... Oh, that might be part of it. Mm. mm, Could be. (laughs) She just fucked up the laws of physical attraction for me. Right. Let's see. So, um, studies done by social. Oh, you missed one. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Hey, um, Brian, what's wrong with you today? <laughs> yeah, I'm just all over the place. Um, this is good whiskey, by the way. <laughs> um, or why is it that some guys love big boobs, some love tiny girls? Uh, I have a theory about the tiny girl thing, but we'll. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, we'll some love blondes. Some love redheads. I'm you the, love redheads. I'm the latter. Yeah. 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 That's his thing. Yeah. And boobs have never bothered me. Like, as, as long as you have more than me, I'm, I'm good. We grew up in the era that, like, big boobs were hot, you know? Big boobs were what? And I f- are hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, See, in I the 80s was all about, like, yeah, big boobies. See, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I grew up in Chicago or what, but I'm much more of an ass man than, than boobs. I always wonder what that, you know, like, are you an ass man, leg man, butt man? Like, like, how does it, how do you develop that? Sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. boobs have never bothered me. Like they can be big. They can be little. I, I don't care. They're still fun. (laughs) Right. You know? (laughs) Well, that's good. This is not my source of like nutrition and substance. (laughs) So like, why do do I fucking care? Right. Yeah. You're not picky, big, small, whatever. Just like boobies. (laughs) But, you know, but an ass, like, 
I, I like an ass. You like a big ass or like Yeah, a... yeah, big one. Mm. Nice. Well, there you go, ladies. See? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I have a theory about tiny girls. Mm-hmm. Because there's like, you know, a lot of dudes that are like, I don't date women over whatever weight or something, you know? Sure. My theory about women who like, or men who like, you know, the really tiny rail thin, you know, kind of ladies. Oh, don't say it. I all kn- small dicks. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. Yep. Yeah. Because it makes your dick look bigger. That's why you like it. Yeah. We, we've talked about this on previous episodes and I have admitted to like... Liking the more petite girls, and that's exactly why. Yeah, you're di- you a small penis, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it it definitely makes it look bigger, and it's you know, when my penis size is like a fraction of your height, that's a turn on. So if anyone is shaming you on your weight, ladies, you can just be like, whatever, tiny dick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Studies done by social psychologists indicate that there are several factors that influence attraction. Okay. Yeah. For instance, proximity. Naturally, people who exist in the same immediate environment are more likely to be attracted, right? Uh Uh-huh. Simply stated because they are more likely to encounter one another. Makes sense. Right. And then further, you know, it's more likely that there is that they will easily fit into our day-to-day lives. And this is interesting because I do this, I used to do this on Tinder a lot. I got rid of my dating apps. I got tired of it. Um, you did? Yeah. I, what? I, I'm still on Tinder, but now there's Brian Tinder, and he travels. Brian Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Tinder's in Dallas right now. Um, we will stop at nothing to whore this show out. No, <laughs> honestly, because I used to have nine pictures up there, and now I have two, and then the um, podcast logo. So, whoring <laughs> 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 the show for sure. But yeah, if there was like a six that lived a mile from me, swiping right. If there was a seven, for sure. if there was a seven that lived twenty miles from me, automatic left. Really? Yeah, for sure. 20 miles? Yeah. Well, see, I, I mean, I live in Kansas City. Everything's... That's true, yeah. 12 minutes away from me. 20 live- miles won't even get you to the next town here. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally, everything is at least 25 miles apart. Yeah. Here. So, I mean, this makes sense to where, like, yeah, I would much rather connect with somebody that's a mile away from me than somebody who's 20 miles away from me, regardless. True. Yeah. You can be... But there is a direct correlation to... The level of hotness and the farther I'm willing to go. Oh yeah, there's definitely a sliding scale. Like, no, if you're mm-hmm. if you're a nine or a ten, twenty minutes away, that makes a difference. Yeah, we've done the graphs. Believe me, Brian and I have white lab coats on, <laughs> right. glasses on our nose. We have our little murder board, pencils. And, yeah, our yeah. murder board and our red yarn. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But you know, okay, so repeat exposure is one thing. You know, like studies show that. Repeat exposure to any stimuli will make it more pleasing to you. Mm-hmm. Use familiar, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the next one, familiarity. Repeated exposure to stimuli creates feelings of familiarity, which in turn we associate with positive feelings about the stimuli. Yeah. The stimuli can be people. That's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. similarity, uh, not physical. But similarity, uh, regardless. Similarity. <laughs> similarity. Am I not saying these words right? Similarity. I get. Similarity. Like, is that not what I, I said? 
No, I think you added an extra M in there. <laughs> Sim- similarity. <laughs> similarity. Not physical, but similarity. Uh, regardless or regarding attitudes, values, and traits. Finding people we share these with tend to encourage affection. This is because subconsciously we assume they will see us positively. Ah. Yeah. That's interesting. It is. I mean, I was just kind of thinking it was more like initially, uh, you know, like if you go to the same church as someone or something, you know, like that that's something that you have in common. But I think, yeah, there probably is a subconscious level of that of like, if that's your thing, then you think they will see you in a positive way. Yeah. And this is interesting because, I mean, like maybe this kind of touches on, let me kind of scan ahead. Um, I think sometimes a lot of people see signs that maybe they feel is a positive sign. Is that, that a, a that's, good burp? That's a burp. All right, I'm taking that a drink. A burp, yeah. All right. Because I need another drink at this point. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> back to people like noticing signs. Um, personal story. I drive a Jeep 70th anniversary. There's a girl I dated who drove a Jeep 75th anniversary. And she was like, this means something. And it doesn't mean anything. Does no. It? No. I drive a Jeep, Brian. You drive a Jeep. That doesn't mean we're going to be fucking. Right. And just because I drive an anniversary edition and you drive an anniversary ed- edition. Like, she tried to make it seem like it was this. Right. Um, do you think in an effort to make some sort of profit, the people at Jeep maybe made more than one of those? <laughs> And the funny thing was, like... Maybe even thousands. (laughs) Yeah. The funny thing is, like, I drive a Liberty. She drove a Grand Cherokee. Like, I, maybe it's more of a coincidence and maybe more of a sign if we drove the same model. Right. Maybe, kind of, sort of, but still no. Or the same anniversary. Still fucking Or the same anniversary. 70th and 75th. It's five years apart. Right. (laughs) So that has are so weird, man. I swear. People that that that's got nothing to do with similarity, but like, ki- kind of opposite. No. no, no. That's like me being like, "Oh my god, you like wheat bread over white? I like wheat bread over white. Let's get hitched." <laughs> that's fair, even though there's <laughs> a million different it, brands yeah. of wheat bread and right. Yeah, that's stupid. It was stupid. I didn't like it. He's reading. Reading a little too much into that. Mm-hmm. A little too fast, too soon, if you want to go back and listen to that episode. Oh, yeah. That is a good one, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, so then, conversely, differences. You know, so, like we just said, some people are attracted to other people because of the similarities they have. Also, some people are attracted to others because they have a need that they would satisfy, right? Mm-hmm. So we might find ourselves attracted to someone who doesn't share any of the aforementioned similarities, but they are attracted to this because they may see them as a way to like fix the deficiency in their lives. Okay, makes sense. So finding a part, yeah, finding a partner that fills that void um, help, might help someone to feel that they make up like a whole rather than the, you know, part of a person that they are. No, I like that. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. So simply put, you know, you're attracted to them because they have an ability to satisfy the greatest number of needs that you have, right? Like, yeah. 
So they compliment you instead of copy you. And we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Like, you for know. Ins- yeah, oh, sorry. Go yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, like, for instance, a more dominant person may look for someone more submissive. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about sexually, but also right. that. <laughs> <laughs> but also. <laughs> or like a free-spirited person might find themselves attracted to someone more grounded. Yeah. And I've always looked for, maybe not looked for, but um, been more attracted to somebody who had more differences than similarities. Uh, yeah, like I wouldn't date me. <laughs> no, no, I'm a piece of shit. I would never I'm do that. I'm a fucking hot mess express. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want a female me. No, never. Someone's got to be in charge around here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. And plus, I think, you know, when you date somebody who has more differences, you can learn more. You can try new things and expand right. your horizons. And I think that's a, that's a good thing. I'm like, ooh, you're a good saver? <laughs> I like that. Right. You don't recklessly spend money like it's the end of the world? 30% of your income hasn't gone to DoorDash this month? Wow. Oh, yeah. You like to I'm cook at on. home? Mm. <laughs> Keep talking right? dirty to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Say it again, but slower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. I lost you. I laughed so hard that my phone fell off the table. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. No, I will always, I would much rather date somebody who has differences than similarities in the same, just just to get that exposure of something else. Well, and I realize that I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? Oh, that's a good point, yeah. And my life is very satisfying as it is, mm-hmm. so I almost think that the only reason for me at this point in my life that I would like really want to bring someone on board would be, yeah, if they do bring something to the table that isn't already there. Makes sense. So much sense. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. So the last factor that influences attraction is, drumroll, physical attraction. (laughs) Duh.com.gov.uk.biz.edu. And yeah, that that pretty much goes without saying. Um, Human brains are wired to see beauty as goodness. Which is kind of strange. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that is strange. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, people tell me I'm pretty all the time, but I'm fucking evil. <laughs> <laughs> Can't attest. <laughs> so people who are attractive tend to be seen as superior if all other things are equal. That is so interesting. Um, but like, I think most people do that because you know, if you think about it, most people are like average looking, right? Fair, yeah. And I'm sure that they're probably, you know. But I mean, yeah. Oh, and you so look at these supermodels who are probably garbage human beings, but people are like, put them on a pedestal because they're attractive, right? Mm. So, like it or not, um, this is the most important individual element of attraction. And that makes sense because, like, yeah, I've kind of dated some uggos before. Mm-hmm. But nobody likes to admit to that or nobody, like... It's y- called a moped, remember? Yeah, it fun is a fr- moped. Fun to ride unless your friends see, <laughs> see you on it. <laughs> exactly. And nobody wants to explain to their friends, like, but wait a minute, he's got a good personality. Like, he's a good person. Nobody wants to do right. that. Do that. Well, I don't... A lot of times you won't even get that far. You know, look at our culture of like Tinder and swiping. And, you know, I'm as guilty of it as the next guy where you like you look at that first picture and you're not attracted to them. Goodbye. They don't even get a chance. 
Well, you know, and we'll we'll talk more about that in our not Brian. He swipes right on everyone. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I swipe left ninety percent of the times. But no, attraction has got to be there. Yeah. Initially, so, anyway, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And also, at the end of the day, when I'm swiping, I'm like, would I fuck that dude or not? That's what it is. Yeah. And if I, it, attraction is the number one key to the rest of this like mm-hmm. i mean you can find out more about this person and be like yeah you won miss congeniality but you can't hold the conversation that doesn't have right. to do with you. <laughs> you you may have been the most interesting person in that particular circle right <laughs> but but today no i'm sorry uh, no yeah and, and also um studies show this does become less important the more we get to know a person, which is so, which is so interesting because, like we just said, in today's dating climate where you get four pictures to judge somebody and their bio, mm-hmm. like you could be you could be swiping left on the greatest person in the world just because you're not attracted to them. But you know what I do like okay, and I put a lot of stock into whether or not they took. The five minutes mm-hmm. to put something that was in that that heading that mm-hmm. isn't just I don't know what to put here, or this app this is site. stupid. Yeah, the site's dumb. It's like three sentences, just anything five, that's five hundred characters and space. A, a, a space counts as a character, and you don't have the brain power to fill five hundred characters. Next. Listen, if you, yeah, right. If if you can't be bothered to fill out three sentences, right? I know you're not going to be worried about whether or not I get off in bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is a good point. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there are also you know those are like the psychological factors, but you know there are also biological factors that influence why we're attracted to certain people and not others as well. Hmm. Uh, for instance, sense, like not S-C-E-N-T-S, like, you know, like that you smell through your nose. Right. Um, studies found that women with certain scents were found to be more attractive by men. Okay. Um, so, for instance, women who exhibited high estrogen and low progesterone levels were rated as more attractive. Interesting. So what does that mean? This balance of hormones... High estrogen, low progesterone are exhibited by women when they are the most fertile. So interesting. That's that biological thing that you don't even realize. Yeah, and this is the nerd shit that like gets my attention. Like, I, I, how many times have I walked past a woman in Walmart and been like, "Oh, hey, hey, girl, how you doing?" Was she like the most fertile at that point? Who knows? Would I look at her when she's not at the, her most fertile point? Oof. I don't know. It's so weird. It is weird. Well, I, right now, having a, having to maintain a six-foot distance, that might be a little bit harder. <laughs> that's true. And if you do smell someone from six feet away, yeah, that's going to be a hard pass. For me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quick left. Oh, yeah. No. So I think we both fail at this next one, Beth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Diet. Uh, Studies found that women uh, were more attracted to men who ate produce-rich diets. Mm. 
And men, I'm sorry, yeah, and men who ate diets rich in carbs were related, or I'm sorry, rated as less attractive. (laughs) If you can get through this episode having one sentence you don't fuck up, I'm giving you a medal. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go for that. There's my goal. I'm writing it But that's interesting. Um, First of all, Brian. um, I eat all the carbs. I was gonna say, but not a real, not a real vegetable based diet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, produce. I don't even go in that section. It smells weird. Mm, I love mm. produce, though. I do no, love I, fruit. I eat all the carbs. Ugh. I hate vegetables, but I eat them because I realize you have to. But <laughs> I love fruit. Yeah, fruit is good. Pineapple I'll, is the best. I'll eat mm. fruit, but you know, I. I don't want to eat what my food eats. You know what I mean? I like steak. <laughs> yeah. If you could survive on steak alone, you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you bet. So the conclusion made was that a healthy diet equals a healthy smell. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure red meat just fucks up my smell. <laughs> I'm sure that is a very, like, manly smell if you're sweating steak out. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like steak and whiskey the entire time. Mm. Right. But also, doesn't asparagus make your pee smell weird? Yeah. So maybe this isn't totally true. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm not going to find out either. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, stay out of the produce aisle. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, fertility is another one of these things. Mm-hmm. Gross. Okay. <laughs> um, being fertile doesn't just make you smell attractive, but it can affect how you look too. So one study from a few years ago found that men would rate women's faces and voices as more attractive when their progesterone levels were low and estrogen levels were high. Because women, yeah, yeah, what? because women do not display obvious signs of fertility the way that some species in the animal kingdom do. We have built our entire beauty industry around accentuating features that we do exhibit when we are our most fertile, including full lips, flushed cheeks, smaller waists, wider hips, bright eyes, and clear skin. And that, my friends, is why I am broke all the time. because i have to spend money on makeup and gym memberships and anti-aging cream right nice shampoo and yeah it's fucking bullshit (laughs) it is yeah but i mean i get it like by nature you know i mean that's how that whole industry started to begin with you know because Somehow, you know, like women wear blush, women wear lipstick, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's supposed to make you appear more fertile. How weird. And it's weird that like throughout time we have kind of lost that. And it's like women wear makeup because it's socially unacceptable for you to go out without makeup. Right. I look like dog shit without makeup. I have a lot of sins to cover up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? I would die without makeup. And it's just weird that, like, we flip that into, like, this is how you're supposed to look. Instead right. of, like, you're not supposed to look, you're not looking fertile. 
<laughs> right. How many times has somebody said like, who Beth, are you taking the walk of shame? Because you don't look fertile. Oh yeah. Also the last thing I want to do is appear fertile. I do not want children <laughs> of my own. Anyway, I like other people's kids. I'm cool with step but right. No, but yeah, it's become like this. This is how you are socially acceptable. Not because you look fertile. How weird. I know. Right. Mm. What a sham. Yeah. So next we have horror. Because yeah, guys don't have to do oh. jack shit. Yeah, right. And it's funny because like the less I do, the more people appreciate it. And I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like dad bods are in. W- women oh, love dad bods. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> also like beards. Women love beards. So you're telling me that I don't have to watch what I eat. I don't have to shave every day. And somehow that makes me more attractive. I think the dad bod thing has been a plant by dudes in the media. They're like, guys, meeting. <laughs> Quick meeting, guys. Here we go. What if we just put a bunch of fake articles up about how women love dad bods, then we never have to work out again. Right. And they're like, huzzah, eureka, best idea ever. Yeah. But there's yeah. women that like like a dad bod. And I mean, I don't really care. You know, but yeah. it's not like it, the way women like almost fetishize it. It's like fair. Okay. Yeah. No, I can understand that. Um, but yeah, the less I do, the more attractive I am. And I'm not going to complain about it yet. Right. Yeah. Tell yeah. me how that extra hour of sleep every day is. Let's say it slowly. <laughs> right. I'm just going to unbutton my pants. Don't worry about it. All right. You mean <laughs> I don't have to do sit ups? I can drink beer and not shave? fucking bullshit it's, i haven't it, shaved it, my legs in a hundred years not of the coronavirus this year that is one thing <laughs> yeah it works mm-hmm. so the next uh portion is hormones men with high levels of testosterone may be more attracted to women with more feminine faces meaning bigger eyes high eyebrows and a smaller jaw but high levels of testosterone may not make men seem any better looking. Hmm. Hmm. High levels of testosterone. I'm thinking that's the dudes in the gym that like drop the weights and grunt and fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Also, a small jaw. I'm going to take that back to the petite comment from earlier. If you if, if you want a woman with a small jaw, it's because you need your dick to look bigger. <laughs> fair banana for scale (laughs) yeah i will not argue with your logic on that one one right so i'm sick and tired of the patriarchy right now okay i have a lot of feelings about it so yeah women solidarity eat your food stop starving yourselves for their pleasure do it Yeah. yeah anyway um so more hormones Love is connected with several hormones that make us feel warm and fuzzy, right? Mm -hmm. Except me, because I don't have feelings. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dopamine is the reward hormone. Why do I have trouble saying hormone? I feel like it's like I always say crackle barrel. I can't say the paragraph I nailed. So I need my I need my award. Okay, I'll send you a medal in the mail. (laughs) Um, But yeah, how, how hormone? Why do I have a hard time with that word? I don't know. 
It's like I say Cracker Barrel. A Crackle Barrel. Crackle. When I'm trying to say Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, dopamine is the reward hormone that is released when we do something that makes you feel good, such as spending time with loved ones and having sex. Norinephrine is also released during attraction. Whoa, it's a good thing I got that one, huh? Yeah, no doubt. It's a long one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, nor- <laughs> norpinephrine uh, is also released during ac- attraction, and the combination makes you feel giddy. Attraction is also associated with higher levels of serotonin, the happy hormone. And physical contact, hugging, as well as sexual contact, has been shown to increase oxytocin, the love hormone. Okay, so quick side note on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got my hair done this week because I was like, Todd, save me. My roots are getting so long. I'm going to have to pray that ombre comes back into fashion. <laughs> and he's like, girl, I got you. I was actually going to call you anyway and see if you wanted to come over. I was like, fuck yeah. So I go to my hairstylist home to do my hair. Mm-hmm. And we hugged. And I was like, Todd, I haven't hugged another person in so long. This feels so good. Just indulge yeah. me for a moment. Just hold me. <laughs> like, I go, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> no, and we, He's like, don't cry. Please don't cry. <laughs> well, we've talked about this before. Um, I forget which episode, but um, obviously Taylor Hearn was involved. And that's another episode that involves Taylor Hearn. Mm-hmm. Um, to where it was like, yeah, seeing Taylor Hearn and hugging her and be like, oh, I haven't seen you guys in forever. Or, oh, my God, right? And it was so nice. Yeah. Just to that get that so, physical contact. A great hug is so underrated. Right. So true. I literally was almost in tears hugging Todd. It felt so, like, so nice. But yeah, so it makes sense that spending more time with someone, enjoying their company and touching them would make you feel more attracted to them. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Let's see. The next one is kindness. A study showed putting positive character traits next to pictures resulted in higher attractiveness ratings. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Um, At a more primal level, sexual attraction and altruistic behavior became related because chances of survival of the species depended greatly on having a partner who has the ability to be a good long-term parent. Makes sense. Again, it all goes back to this nature like Well, and that's the thing like we we touched on it a little bit before but like big boobs. Big boobs are hot and all this other stuff, but like in your primal state Big boobs suggest that you are able to well feed my offspring better Bingo. than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Bigger hips suggest that you're going to be able to have more offspring than someone who doesn't have big hips. So crazy. Right. So, I mean, we still kind of draw back to that primal in- instinct every once in a while. Um, and it's weird to see that, like, yeah, kindness. Well, and you know what? I will I will say, if someone is, like, a really good dad, mm-hmm. that's fucking hot. Sure. Like, hot. Yeah. We're just good around kids, right? Like. I mean, I don't know about that. But, like, if I see someone who's, like, really, like, a dedicated dad, it's like, mm, yeah. And that's interesting <laughs> because you don't want kids. 
I know, but it's like, but it's also really cool to take care of your kids really well. It's like fucking adorable. Yeah. I just want to do you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, inter- it's interesting that you don't want kids. However, you're turned on by somebody who can take care of kids. Right. There's something inside me I can't explain. That it's that primal that. fucking level, that primal mm-hmm. need of, yeah. The offspring that I'll never have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, voice, hooray. Hooray, finally we get there. I know, right? Thank God, because yeah. as podcasters. <laughs> I caught myself, I got, yeah, and as a stand-up comedian, I was like, my talents only lie with things where I use my mouth. And then I was like, I know what I said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how that sounded when it came out. And yeah, part of that is because I'm a stand-up comedian. Part of that is because I have a podcast. The mm-hmm. other half, I'll let you imagination. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're thinking. All right. But anyway, the voice specifically. <laughs> One study found that women prefer men with low voices, especially just before they start ovulating. Oh. Yeah. Like a deep voice is hot. Mm-hmm. It's like voices are, yeah, voices are a major, like a good voice is a major turn on. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, especially, okay, so there could be something inherently biological in this, as deeper voices have been linked to producing healthier children. What? Yeah, and in the wild, lower pitch is associated with being bigger. That makes sense, like, if you think of, like, a a a tiger roar, roar, a lion roar, versus, like, a chimpanzee. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, much deeper, lower. Right. Much, much deeper and lower voice. <laughs> also a southern accent, like a real, mm, that's so sexy. I think any accents, like, you know. Actually, yeah. Well, as like <laughs> Chicagoans, if we go to Europe, they're going to be all over us. Oh, American. Yeah, and we just we just think we sound dumb because we accentuate right. our vowels. Oh, I hate our accent. People <laughs> tell me I say our vowels twice. And there's no, you know how there's like, um, it's like hard A and soft A. Yeah. Like an A and then ah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm totally, we don't have the soft ones. Everything is like Chicago, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, you say your vowels like two or three times within just one vowel. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Or where I, when I say the word bag. Uh-huh. Because like you know, like I'm carrying a handbag. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, there's at least three A's in that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, there's I don't only know what one. Like to wear a monocle if I said bug. <laughs> 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 um, but according to another study, people who reported being more sexually experienced and sexually active were rated to have more attracted voices by strangers. Interesting. Okay. That's why... Go ahead. Thank God I have a great voice. I mean... You know, we wouldn't be... Can you imagine having, like, a really awful voice? Right. Uh, No, it'd be awful. What if you were like this? (laughs) (laughs) You would never get laid. Oh, my God. Mm. It would just be like, shh, baby. Shh. Just be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy um yeah. next we have maturity oh word fucked again <laughs> <laughs> uh so if you think back to dating when you were younger 
basically, what the person looked like was all that mattered. True. Yeah. No, no that's that's very fair. Um, but the older people get and learn about the themselves. The older people get. The older people get. What did I say? Did I not you say that? The older people get is like, but the older people get gotcha. and learn about themselves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. not older people like they're a person. Okay. The older people get as a verb. Fair. <laughs> okay. But the older people get and learn about themselves and what's important to them. Uh, the less the less they value physical appearance, and the more they look at the whole picture of a person. True. Mm, that makes so much sense. With that, do you, I'm. Do you I'm have a four hundred one k? That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> right. With that, I'm going to be pee pee boy real quick. Okay. All right. It took it took forever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like uh, like when you're uh, like doing a speech, you're like, and in conclusion, and or that episode of The Office where Michael Scott is like, well, my theory is that no matter what, always without a doubt, no matter what you do, like he just like keeps going up like that for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. so, so that yeah. was that was on maturity or health. That was maturity because I was waiting for you to get back for me to do my one because we hadn't oh. talked about maturity yet. M- makes sense. And with maturity, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm over a party girl at this point. Like, I, I it's cool that you can drink until two a.m. But like, right? Is it? it but I mean, used you're to in be. your right. You're in your thirties. Like, that just kind of points towards a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. For um, sure. But yeah, I mean, like, it's more about the whole picture of a person, you know? Like, it's like I was saying when um, when I was talking about, like, someone in their, if they don't have any drive. Right. You know, it's just like, oh, that's like, you just want to keep staying the way you are for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. You're cool uh, with your $9 an hour job because it uh, allows well, you to hour. drink on a Friday or Saturday. Um, that was a burp, by the way. Okay. I'll take a drink because I need another one. Yeah. I mean, and we drink a lot. There's that, but sure. But I, 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 there's a certain maturity that comes with drinking a lot, or you know, well, how, well, how many thing. DUIs if, do you have? Oh well, I mean that, or like honestly, okay. <laughs> I, and this is the converse of that. Like we both know we drink a lot, right? So I would, if I see a profile that says I don't drink, I don't care how hot he is, right? You know what I mean. Immediate left. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I need a drinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, that's just because I'm a giant piece of shit, so. <laughs> but, but no, in all honesty, like, how many DUIs do you have? Mm-hmm. Zero? I have zero. Yeah. I have zero as well. See, so I mean, like, there's a maturity that comes with drinking a lot that we're still responsible with it. Well, and I think it's because, you know, we're not just looking to go hook up anymore, you know? Sure. Yeah, thirty-seven. Like, yeah, if all you, if, right. If all you care about is just fucking him and never seeing him again, yeah, you'd go for the hottest ones. Yeah, but after that, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so health is another indicator. Hmm. So studies show that in heterosexual relationships, attractiveness in men was predicted positively by masculinity, averageness. 
and symmetry and negatively affect, uh, negatively by being overweight or obese. Oh, that is sad. Oh, bummer. So d- Averageness. The, the whole, yeah, the I whole dad bod thing just went out the window, huh? Well, I mean, overweight <laughs> or obese. I mean, I don't know. It's not just average looking. Like, I'm thinking more like my 600-pound life. Fair. But dudes get away with being bigger more than ladies do, and that's fucking uh, bullshit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It is, and it is bullshit, yeah. And obviously, yeah, masculinity has a lot to do with it. Like, I'm pretty, like, dominant and, like, masculine as far as women are concerned. I need to be with a dude that is, like, more a dude dude, you know? Yeah. Like, if a guy's like, I like going to art museums and playing the cello, I'd be like, oh, oh boy, get out of here, fairy. We'll be watching football <laughs> over here. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. But symmetry, that is the one for me. Okay, and this is just my weird OCD brain. But, like, symmetry is, like, it, like it's the one thing that in my brain that if, like, things aren't the same on both sides, mm-hmm. my brain goes crazy. Like, I can't handle it until I fix it. Okay. Yeah, it's so weird. So I'm trying to, like, symmetry in somebody's attractiveness. Face, like, their faces. They say, like, people who have symmetrical faces. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like like not a droopy eye or not, well, not a stroke victim. I mean, not that <laughs> specifically, but you Fair. know what I mean? Like, there are people that just like, if, I don't know. Anyway, the more symmetrical your face is, the okay. more, yeah, I guess you're found attractive. So, um, in women, however, attractiveness could be predicted positively by perceived femininity and negatively by being overweight or obese. Fuck you. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Femininity, I get, because yeah, if you're straight, then obviously you're into chest. Sure. But. I would. I would be interested to see how that would would change with a homosexual relationship. Oh. Um. Okay. I can tell you right now for a fact. Hmm. Gay guys care a lot about like they they get they get fat shamed sometimes. Okay. Almost more than women do. Okay. Yeah. And um, when it comes to lesbian relationships, they care oftentimes very little about what you look like. Gotcha. They give up on men for a reason. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not a choice. It's not a choice, people. I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> Good point. Good point. The hate of the dad bods. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Next is um, facial characteristics, mm-hmm. <clears throat> facial symmetry, which we just kind of touched on, mm-hmm. and averages, averageness, were high in- indicators of attractiveness. I don't agree with that. Mm, no, I no. hate run-of-the-mill looking people. Sure, averageness. That's weird. But why? <clears throat> Because standard faces represent a more standard set of genes. Familiar familiar faces were also rated highly in attractiveness. Mm. People tell me they all the time, like, I feel like I you look like someone I know. Mm -hmm. I've seen you before. You look familiar. Yeah. Hate that. That's why I'm so hot. 
Uh, women also tend to prefer men who looked older, whereas men preferred younger looking women because their internal biologic or biology associates them with being more fertile. That's interesting because I've always had the like argument to where women should date older men. Not only for the maturity, we know that women mature faster than men, right? Well, if you're not me anyway. <laughs> good. Yeah. I'm a 12-year-old stuck in a 39-year-old's body. <laughs> yeah, good point. But like, you know, the, if if you, most women mature faster than most men, then you would want to go older, wouldn't you? Just so you're on the same maturity level. Uh, again, this is not uh, not representative of me whatsoever because okay, okay like it, for instance, when I'm swiping, I will look at dudes like I'm 39, right? Mm-hmm. Dudes that are in their 40s are my age range, but I look at all the dudes that are in their 40s. I'm like, ugh, ugh, right. yeah. it's old and gross. <laughs> like, I wouldn't fuck any of those dudes. I am like 35 or under. That's it. Like. Yeah, okay. I don't like older dudes. Plus the young ones, like, they still got that fucking energy. <laughs> That's true. Like, at 37, um, personal story, like, yeah, I have a prescription to Viagra. I also drink Brian, a lot of whiskey. Brian fucks. <laughs> I also drink a lot of whiskey, so it's kind of like it counteracts, right? Mm. But, you know, sure. yeah, you start getting close to your 40s and shit doesn't work right anymore. Oh my god! And and women don't have to worry about that, do they? I, maybe no. like vaginal dryness. I hate no, saying that word. No, because menopause is far down, farther down the road. Yeah, but like we talked about this before, where everything affects like your boner health. Mm-hmm. You know what you what you ate that day? Did you drink that day? Did you get a workout in? Everything affects it. It's not fair. Well, I mean, also working out like helps you to build testosterone too. So I think if yeah, you know, obviously there's factors, but there's a scientific reason behind that. Yeah, so. it's all about blood flow. To be honest, like, mm -hmm. and the more you, yeah. Right. Hang on, I gotta close the front door here. Sure. Neighbors outside. Oh. <laughs> This is the first time I've seen the neighbors since the domestic disturbance. Mm. So and she started tapping something out on her porch, so I didn't want her to hear what I was saying. <laughs> they don't need to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Yeah. If I owned up dead, everybody, they did it. <laughs> right. You heard it here first. Right. I like this uh, next one. I mean, you mind if I ramble through this one? Go for it, bro. Okay. Next one's facial hair. Woot. Yeah, which, which I do have. Yeah. So one study showed that between no facial hair, light stubble, heavy stubble, and a full beard, women preferred heavy stubble or about 10 days growth. Interesting. I, I would tend to agree with that. Okay. I mean, baby faces are... I mean, they have to be, like, kind of pretty masculine-looking if you're going to pull off baby face, right? Fair, yeah. Um, and then, like, the full beard or long beard is just, like, 
Ugh. I remember like the first time we met, you're like, you're going to have to cut that. <laughs> I was like, uh, but I still, cause yours was also really long back then. Yeah, it was. And Brian, what look have you stayed with? Uh, the one that know. I told you? Yeah. That's Maybe a little bit longer than that, but. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to be your good wingman. I know. I know. I was right. But, but yeah, like if I shaved, I would look 12 and that does, that's not good. That's not good for anyone. Yeah, like you have that picture of you in the army, and I'm like, I literally don't know which one is you. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, me without you're a beard. Unrecognizable. Me without a beard. Yeah, like I would lose ten ten years, which sounds like a good thing, but not when you're me. Right. Or like my dad has a mustache. He's had a mustache his whole life. Right. Yeah. Like, one time I saw a picture with, of my dad without a mustache. I was like. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. oh God, what is that? Who who is that man? <laughs> right. Like, yikes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but women you- women preferred um, heavy stubble or about ten days growth. Mm-hmm. The others were all equally less attractive. <laughs> so that includes no facial hair, light stubble, um, and full grown. Be- yeah. Or, like, here, there's just this, oh, my God, lately. Well, there's been this, like, I'm going to have a really long beard. Oh, that just sets off my fucking gag reflex so hard. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's like, you might as well grow your pubes out, too, then, because no one's going to fucking touch you. <laughs> That's so, it's so creepy. <sighs> you look like Father Time, okay? <laughs> like, no one ever wanted to fuck Father Time, ever. Yeah. Honestly, it's so weird. To be fair, like, my face is the most, is the area with the most amount of hair. I'm bald as well, so. Yeah. Not totally. Yeah, not totally. But the way you cut it, you you age gracefully. You're, like, you've given up on comb-overs and shit. I'm I'm living my life in the reflection of Bruce Willis. Like... (laughs) So hot, Bruce Willis. Oh, my God. He, he keeps it short. You know, like, there's nothing right. I can do with long hair. So I'm going to keep it short. And you wear baseball hats, which is, like, my thing. Yeah. Hat fishing. That's what I like to call it. Hat fishing? Hat fishing. <laughs> <laughs> she won't know what I look like. She won't know I'm bald if I wear a hat. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if a dude goes to take it off before sex, no, no, no. Leave it on. No. <laughs> Leave it on. All right, just take everything else off. Um, <laughs> okay, um, facial scars. So okay. one study showed that men could be considered more attractive if they had a facial scar. Interesting. It's like, ooh, I like to think he had it. He got it in a fight over me. <laughs> right, or like he, it was a shark attack. So rough and tumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However. The reverse was not true for women. Makes, uh, okay. No, that's fucked up. Okay. Because I have up. a facial scar. Do I you? have a, I do. I have a really, actually, it's like, it's more than one, but it's from the same like injury. Mm-hmm. So when I was one, uh, my mom got in a bad car accident on the mm-hmm. 4th of July, like a drunk driver hit us. Yeah. And um, it completely like sliced up the side of my face. And so, like, I mean, I wear makeup to cover it up really well, but it starts okay. at my left eyebrow and then goes down, like, the left side of my cheek. Okay. 
So if I'm not wearing any makeup at all, you can definitely see it. But when I do wear makeup, you can't see it really. Unless you're like up in there. I've never noticed. Well, because Brian, you've never been all up in there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. So, um, yeah, maybe I'll just show it to you next time so you can see what I'm talking about next time we see each other. In yeah. Person. Um, but we're not going to kiss. We don't kiss. <laughs> oh, we kiss, just oh, not each other. Exactly. Oh, we kiss, just not. Oh, we kiss. We kiss. Um. Also, fun side note: <laughs> facial scars. This is like men could be considered more attractive than a facial scar. The picture on this article had Harry Potter. <laughs> oh yeah. If I the had a lightning bolt lives. scar, like. What pussy is safe at that point? Oh my god, yeah. Like <laughs> none. You lightning bolt scar, all of the other dudes <laughs> are in trouble. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, this is weird. I didn't even read all in uh, all into it, but like just the main point. <clears throat> it's not what you think, but yeah, go ahead. Looking similar to our parents. And we uh, maybe we've touched on this before, but I feel like it's it's uh common known thing that like women will chase men that mirror their dads listen my dad's a handsome son of a bitch okay <laughs> right if i like attractive dudes it's not because they look like my dad fair he just happens to be attractive <clears throat> actually two of my friends amanda and Deidre, their sisters and um they're they've been my really good friends for a long time and um we had this big uh graduation party for me when i graduated college and they met my dad for the first time and mm -hmm. ever since that day, I can't even mention the word my dad without them going, you're hot, dad. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. No. No, he's not hot. That's my dad. No. And no. like literally, it just like it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you're hot, dad. <laughs> stop <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So studies have shown uh, that people tended to find people attractive who looked like who looked like their opposite sex parent interesting well that's mm -hmm. kind of what we we're talking about like women will go and find somebody who's like their dad and from this men will go and find somebody who's like their mom their post-sex huh. parent hmm. um this is likely due to our association of positive feelings with our first caregiver. And not it's, I was going to let you have that, yeah. Not a creepy daddy complex. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke that I tell her, I'm like, I'm like, I keep a pack of cigarettes in my nightstand just in case my Tinder dates get any weird ideas or funny ideas. <laughs> 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 Leaving for a pack of cigarettes and never coming back. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, nope. Got that covered. Right. I've never dated anyone that looks like my dad, for sure. Sure. But me well, and my dad really didn't come close. Like, I mean, we didn't really get, like, close, close. Like, he's my best friend now, but, like, he and I were not close, like, when I was little, little. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not I'm not out there chasing women that look like my mom. I <clears throat> Maybe this is our debunk section yeah. of the, yeah. I'm not out there chasing women that look like my mom. No. No. Uh, I don't share... find my dad attractive. <laughs> no. I don't want to fuck my dad. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Gross. But again, you know, there are those people who like like daddy in the bedroom and are like, call me daddy. Nope. Absolutely not. There's one person that gets called daddy and his name is Henry. Right. It's not sexual. All right. So people also have a tendency to choose people that have traits we would like to see in our offspring. Interesting. Women may be more attracted to men who are taller, more successful, more athletic specifically, because they want their offspring to have the same traits. Makes sense. It does. If you want offspring, I don't. But Again, this explains why I date pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have offspring. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, would you rather date a basketball player or the vice president of the team? You know what I mean? Right. You want an athletic man. Sure. Survival of the species. Right. No, that makes sense. You're not going to go after the chess captain. You, you might, the... because he's going to live in Silicon Valley one day and be a millionaire. Yeah, maybe kind of, sort of. But, like, are you thinking that far in advance? Or are you like, this dude can ball? I would, but. <laughs> <laughs> I would, too. I'd be like, eh. Right. You know, Serena him, like, and, a, and Venus an Williams. Like an 80s montage of like makeover. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like the Williams sisters. You think I'm going to be like, do I want an athlete or do I want a mathlete? Hmm. Athlete. 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 Um, yeah. Next is taste, which I feel like this um, needs a lot of explaining. Because, oh, it does. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's a lot to taste. Um, people transfer about 80 million bacteria when they kiss each other. And yet they keep doing it. Amidst the coronavirus. Oh, we kiss. (laughs) We kiss. (laughs) Um, It was funny. There's this one guy that I wasn't a big fan of, but he would always show up at the bar. And we kind of had our tiff. And then we got over it. And this was at the very beginning of corona. And he went to shake my hand, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to do that. He's like, fuck it. Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Spread it. Um, so, yeah, they keep kissing. Um, not only does kissing stimulate the, uh, stimulate the release of oxytocin, but the taste of another person also helps with the biological attraction. That makes so much sense because if I kiss somebody and it's like dog food, I don't want to kiss that person more. Or may I take us back to the story I told about my first kiss where uh-huh. his breath tasted like hot garbage? Yeah, no. No. Ugh. No, There's you're not going to want to have um, babies with this dude. Mm. So taste, when I originally read this, I thought like, your taste, your preference, your your taste in a person, but oh, it is very real. The taste, the one of the five like senses, like they're tacky, right? <laughs> yeah, like is this Peg Bundy or <laughs> no? It's it's the actual taste of somebody. Mm-hmm. So humans don't have strong olfactory scales, and kissing allows you to smell and taste a person. And see if you have different immune responses, as we tend to feel more attracted to someone with a different immune response. See? Crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Crazy. Sarah Johns, who is an expert in human reproduction and evolutionary psychologist at the University of Kent, told The Independent. Um, the major, nope. Histocompatibility. Thank you. The major histocompatibility complex is detectable in body odor. So by kissing and tasting someone, it gives the opportunity to assess how similar or different the individual is to you biochemically. How fucking weird. So crazy. It's so crazy. Like, to think that that's why we kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a, that's, that's another, um, weeding factor of is this person going to work for me before this uh, podcast i had never put that much thought into that mm -mm. it's so weird mm -mm. an activity that i spend so much time doing because i kiss oh you kiss <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so crazy and again like it just makes you like think about your brain and like your brain is doing all these little things without you even knowing it Right. Like, think about the stuff that it could be capable of that we can't even fathom. Well, and think about it. Like, it, you know, to kind of boil it down, surely you've kissed someone and you're like, oof, no. Yeah. Like and maybe you don't know why. And maybe you don't know why, like, oof, no. But for some reason that's in your brain, like, oh, this guy's got nasty breath. Right. Or even just like, okay, like sometimes you just like kiss someone and like you just don't really feel anything. But, yeah. like, I know that, like, you know, there's there's times where, you're like, you kiss someone and, like, you feel a little downstairs, the, you know? The butterflies, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, not even just butterflies, but more, like, in your pants. Like, oh, gotcha. Something. Yeah. But also the butterflies, too, yeah. But it's interesting when you don't get that, like, that's your brain telling you this person is, like, chemically and biologically... Not good for you. So weird. Oh, so weird. So weird. Wow. Fascinating how the human brain works. Mm, edutainment. Right? All right. So it can be frustrating to think that ancient biological demands can yield such heavy influence on our sexual partner decisions. But try to keep in mind that they have been sculpted for thousands of years. Yeah. And evolution works slowly. So we can try to fight against them, but, you know, don't beat yourself up if you find yourself succumbing to them as well. You know what I mean? Like, I know, like, as a dude, you're probably like, well, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, just always want the hot girl or whatever. But, I mean, it's your body telling you that, you know, a younger woman is more attractive because, you know... Unfortunately, humans haven't, you know, the human brain and the way it's formed hasn't gotten that far yet. Right. And that goes that goes back to the whole primal thing to where, yeah, a younger woman is probably going to be able to more successfully give you better offspring. Right. You and know? you don't want any more kids, but, you know, your body I mean, is Here we are in 2020 to where, like, yeah, these things shouldn't matter, but your attraction to this person is based off of this whole history of we need to make sure that our species survives. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. So to wrap this up, um, individual uh, preference also has more to do with who we are attracted to than anything else. 
Right. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But, like, who can explain why I can't resist boys in baseball caps? <laughs> or right? why Brian gets a raging boner every time a woman wears long denim skirts and kids? God damn it. <laughs> you had to bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> Not kink shaming you, Brian. I'm just saying. I mean... <laughs> Who can explain why is the question. Who can explain why I was a little kindergartner student and my student wore, or my teacher wore a long denim skirt and keds. And and it was the most attractive thing ever. I'm 37 years old and I've still held on to that image. Six-year-old Brian's like, got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you thought I was going to get through that whole episode about breaking into song? (laughs) Oh, nope. Yeah, suck it. Yeah, we've made it a prize thing. You're not going to (laughs) win. I mean, they just have to listen to all the episodes, and there may or may not be one where I do or don't. Yeah, yeah. But you get a free T-shirt if you can tell us if there is one. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you know, individual preference is – there's all these things that, yeah, like, that we can point out where, you know, as a general statement, physically, you know – Oh, you want to FaceTime, Brian? <laughs> Brian? Yeah. Oh, okay. Weird. You like FaceTime me for some reason. Yeah, I, I hit something. I hit a button. Am I? Can you see me? I can't see you. Okay, I'm totally in my underwear right now. So <laughs> I'm glad you can't see me. All right. Well, I ended that weird FaceTime that you just did. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Okay, for instance, like, here's a good example. Like, um, my two best friends, Jenny and Laura, they're, like, one of the things we've we've talked about over the years, we've been best friends since, like, I mean, almost 30 years now, right? Mm -hmm. So, we always, like, joke that, uh, thank God, none of us are ever attracted to the same dudes, right? Right. Like, we have three such completely different preferences on guys. Like, I've known their husbands both for decades, too, but it's like... Uh, you know, like I can look at Sam, Jenny's husband and be like, Sam is a handsome man, but I don't want to fuck Sam. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, same thing with Jay, like Jay's a little cutie pie, but like, I don't want to fuck Jay. Like, so we're like, we always say that like, you know, our, it, that's probably one of the things that has kept our friendship so strong as it has been over the years is that like, you know, we've never like fought over dudes because we're just not attracted to the same people and who knows why. Yeah, it's it, it's weird. It doesn't make sense, um, but it, it, it's weird how we all have like a type, right? And we go after that for sure. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up my uh, my what the Frank Tinder profile of the week. Yeah, I need to do that as well. Um, <laughs> but oh, yeah, wait, that, I got it up. that was a very interesting topic. Why yeah. are we attracted to people? We, it, it, it's what we were like. We still have instinctual uh, primary or, or um, God, what's the word primal. for it? Primal instincts that drive our everyday decisions. Mm-hmm. And sex is not any different. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason you can't really explain it is that right. it's something that your brain is doing because it knows what's best for you without you even knowing. Yeah. Hmm. So interesting. No, yeah. And nothing wrong with it. Also, okay, on a weird side note, I think that despite all of the fuckery that is happening in the world right now, 
the one part of the world being upside down and down is up and up is down, like motherfucking Alice in Wonderland right now. Right. My picker may have been fixed in the process. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because it was really way feel, off for a long time. <laughs> I really feel that like, yeah, this this was kind of, if anybody's been Tinder dating or anything like that unsuccessfully for the last, geez, I'm going on six years, seven years. Mm-hmm. This has not been a bad thing. Um, yeah. I'm able to really boil it down and find people that I really connect with instead of just like, oh, you're hot and you think I'm hot. Like, right. we should bang. Yeah. Yeah, you like really find out how long you can talk to this person mm-hmm. without getting bored. Yeah. And and like I, I think I said a couple episodes ago, but how quickly these Tinder conversations fizzle out into nothing because mm-hmm. there's nothing there. There's nothing solid. Right. And now in this era, you're not wasting money and time going out with those people in public. Thank God. You have to continue that conversation. You know what, Beth? I have been able, since Corona has started, I have been able to pay off two credit cards. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) With the amount of money I'm saving from not taking random broads out on dates. Honestly, it's funny that you say that because I did that too, but it was funny because I called them and I was like, I just want to pay off the whole balance and make sure it's the whole balance, right? Yeah. And they were like, you're literally the first person that hasn't just called us to say I can't pay. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, look, I feel as bad about it saying it out loud as you do. <laughs> like, yeah, right, yeah. But it's like a relief that I wasn't just like an angry person. <laughs> mm. I mean, you got to feel bad for everybody. I mean, I know that like I've been having customers bitch at me about like not letting them out of their lease or something. But it's like, yes, you can only imagine what people at places like that are getting, you know, customer service, like customer service. Let me guess. You're mad. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you know, like take care of those people in your life that are like phone operator, customer service agents. Cause oh, they're yeah. getting fucking, and I can take it. You know what I mean? Like if some angry mom is trying to come at me, I'm like, Bitch, you're fucking up the wrong tree, okay? <laughs> like, right. I can take someone yelling at me, but there's a lot of people who are more sensitive and be nice people. Please. Yeah. So anyway. So, so we were talking about this earlier, how like you have the true what the Frank profile of the week to where it's just these weird fucking dudes and I just have these old crotchety women. Yeah. We're like, I'm I can't the- believe you don't come across the ridiculous ones that I do. But here's the thing. So I'm, I'm in all seriousness, like one out of eight female profiles have a bio. If it's not like two pictures and no fucking bio. You have to be kidding me. No, no, I'm serious. I like one of these days that will be my what the Frank profile of the week is all the women who just post one picture, no profile, come and get it. I was talking to someone the other day about this too, where you know how you'll have like the blank picture and no description. Uh huh. I had never thought about this before, but he said, guarantee those are the women on there trying to catch their men. Ooh. Yeah. Could yeah, be. Or the opposite, you know? Yeah. Trying to catch their, their partner cheating. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. It's like, let's say like, yeah, you're on the dudes, you know, like, you, if you are this person, like if I was a woman, and I thought my boyfriend was cheating. Mm-hmm. Like I would go, 
on there as a dude. Mm-hmm. Well, no, hang on a second. I would go on there as a woman that wasn't me. Right. With no picture, no profile. No picture, no profile, because I would want to see if my boyfriend's... Because then you can swipe through all the dudes, right? Makes sense, yeah. So if you're a female profile and it's blank, no one's going to swipe right on you because it's blank, right? Right. But you still get to swipe, so you can see whether or not he has a profile on there. Interesting. Yeah, that could be a thing. But I was also saying my favorite thing in the world is... <laughs> The ones where clearly the woman has caught the man on there and she she logs into his account somehow. Mm. It's like, my name's Ricky and I'm a ching lighting son of a bitch. <laughs> and I have a pregnant girlfriend at home and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, get him. <laughs> oh. So funny. Yeah, no good. So funny. But uh, in case you didn't know, this is our new segment. The Tinder. What the Frank? What the Frank? Profile of the week. And we are accepting submissions for a theme song for this segment. Oh, yeah. We already have two in the works right now. Yeah. And if you guys... Yeah. I'm super excited for both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, Oh, but also, if you you are in a band or anyone you know is in a band, you should definitely tell them to hit us up. We need a a 10 to 20 second intro song for this segment, so... Yeah, and we will totally pump and promote all of your stuff. Um, we get about, what is it, 100 listeners a day average? Yeah, lately. at least. Yeah. So, I mean. Six or 700 a week. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good promotion for people who want to be found. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we have over 68,000 listens total. Mm. We're getting it's a lot of exposure. So much. Mm-hmm. All we need is a little, I would say five to ten seconds. No, five seconds is one, two, three, four, five. That's not enough for a theme song. I feel like it is. You're right. Enough to, enough to be like, I just met with Frank one of the musicians. Beans. Huh? I just met with both musicians, and they both said it has to be at least ten seconds. Okay. We'll go with 10 seconds. No, 10 to 20 seconds, Brian. Jesus. 10 to 20? Yes. Goodness. Uh, we'll have this conversation off the air, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Okay. My Tinder, what the freak profile of the week is Javi. He is 26. He is a BM3 at the U.S. Navy, whatever that means. Okay. He is looking for a woman to sew missing buttons back on my favorite flannels. I'm very interested in psychology and philosophy. I like deep conversations and large sandwiches. <laughs> Please shower every day and talk to me about books and things you're passionate about. I'm going to be very successful one day and plan on bringing up as many people, oh, bringing as many people up with me as possible. Cult leader. P.S. Don't have Corona yet, but if I did, it wouldn't change a thing. Backslash backshots with a face mask on. What the Frank? Oh, my gosh. You know, Ugh. I'm going to be very successful one day. 
Okay, let's back it on up. Yeah. So buttons back on my favorite flannels. So you looking for a Laura Ingalls Wilder, a little house on the prairie, bitch. Okay. <laughs> that's what that's saying. Not only that, you're in the Navy. You don't know how to, like, sew your own fucking buttons. The Navy's known for, like, knots. Don't right. you have to learn, like, a million knots? I was in right. the Army. I don't know anything about the Navy. And every dude that says they are interested in psychology and philosophy mm-hmm. are either complete Zero psychopaths. Killers? Yep, uh-huh. okay. Or I have an ex-boyfriend <laughs> who would always say he studied, high- he studied psychology in college. No, you took one community college class on psychology, which every major on planet Earth has you take. Right. <laughs> you did not study psychology. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not That's... smarter than me. You don't know anything. Like, shut right? up. No. Uh, deep conversations and large sandwiches. Again, back to the Little House on the Prairie. Who's making the sandwich? Are you expecting her to make it? Right. Are you Why going through DoorDash? So right. Mm. Why is it so large? How large is large? Right. Is it a six foot? Is it a 12 inch? <laughs> what kind of cheese do you want on that, sir? Would you like it toasted? <laughs> <laughs> Did you want a drink and a bag of chips to go with that? Please shower every day. Okay, look, Javi. You <sighs> want to know when I take a shower? When I think back and go, when was the last time I took a shower? I can't remember. <laughs> it's probably time to shower. Or how about you not worry about it? We're in quarantine, honey. Yeah. Unless I stink, it's none of your fucking business. Right. Mm. What the Frank? Yeah. Also the weird, don't have Corona yet. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then, but if I did, it wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, it would. It yes, probably it would. would. It probably yeah. would. Yeah. You'd be I would in the hospital. Definitely, and, and, and I would be more than six feet away from you if you did. Right. No one's going to fuck you if you have the coronavirus. <sighs> you're not going to be too into fucking when you're on a hospital bed either, hobby. Yeah. X day on the Arona Cray Iris Bay. And also, I don't understand, like, after it wouldn't change a thing, it's just a backslash. With the words back hyphen shots with a face mask on. Those all words. And then an okay emoji. I have no idea. Okay, first of all, the okay emoji is the most aggressive emoji. Because that is like the sarcastic okay. It's almost like the Facebook blue thumb. I fucking hate the blue thumb. Yeah, or K. If someone says K instead of okay. Yeah. K is like the sarcastic version of okay. And I feel like the blue thumb is worse because you only have to push the blue thumb. With I K, accidentally hit it all the time, though, by the way. <laughs> when you're in Messenger. <laughs> right. Yeah. But with K, you have to hit K and then send. Mm-hmm. The blue thumb is just one button. It's the most sarcastic. I hate it. And the people that know I hate K do it just to fuck with me. Sure. Oh, God. Don't ever say K to me. I will no. slap the sh- taste out of your mouth. <laughs> All right, Brian, what is your Tinder What the Frank profile week? Here we go. This What the Frank profile comes from Gail. She is 34. She is a correctional officer. Girl, um, get it. She says, I am a mother and I work a full-time job. I am probably the realest person you will meet on a dating site. Oh my much. god, Brian, do you know what I'm thinking of? What? 
who was the <laughs> I'm just too real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that guy? I mean, <laughs> he did turn out to be pretty fucking real. Listen to <laughs> it's raining, man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, um, go ahead. Sorry. I have no reason to lie to you, so don't lie to me. I love outdoor activities. Two words: out and then door. No. Um, I am new to the working out world, but do go to the gym. I'm looking for someone to just have fun with. Okay. S- Let me reread this. Yeah. No, I had it right. I'm looking for someone to just have fun with. So if all you want is sex, go find it somewhere else because my pants stay on until I find a worthy until I find you worthy entrance. I don't think Gail knows that I'm just I'm looking for someone to have fun on Tinder means You're on Tinder. You say you're looking in for out, fun. In out. <laughs> right. Like we talked about this last week. The the first guy who went like, um I am looking for someone to have fun with. Oop, right. I'm swiping right. Right. D- didn't read the rest of this. Okay, if you're new to Tinder, maybe have a single friend glaze over your profile before you <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Or and send it at, to us, and we, we will We will offer you. our services, absolutely. But to say that, like, uh, your pants stay on until I find you worthy entrance, worthy of entrance, I'm sure is what she meant, but the fuck? Right. Like, do I have to possess the key of sexuality to have worthy entrance? There's a troll there, and you have to answer three riddles. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And what makes you so fucking great that you somebody has to find you have to find them worthy of entrance? If you don't fuck somebody, don't fuck him. Right. But to put that in your profile is kind of like, no, I'm not doing that. No, anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> also, most guys didn't read past I'm looking for someone to have fun. They're like, cool, she's down to fuck. And then just, yeah. they're done. She's DTF, Tinder, here we go. She continues. Um, I'm an open book. That's, I hate that's that. Her, that's so her classic. Fucking generic. <laughs> it's our class. It's so classic. So if you want to know more, just message me. Again, we know how this works. Right. Ugh. Why do so many people put that? If you want to know because more, message me. I know, bitch, zero- you're limited to 160 characters. Right. Because they have zero personality and they want you to open up the conversation. She's an open book, but the book is War and Peace because it's boring as fuck. Right. Yeah, the first 10 pages are like barely readable, but after that. Right. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you. What? Again, yeah. that is just so weirdly generic. Super generic. Um, Why mm. do all women say I'm not going to fuck you on my pro- on their profiles? You know, this is the, this is a weird thing. We can do a whole episode on this, and I would love to about sex on the first date. Because all right. yeah, that will be our it, next one. Write it down, um, because I, I I feel like a lot of women feel that if they have sex on the first date, they're not going to get a second date. Because it's happened a lot, but we'll get into that in the episode. It's, it's happened a lot. It's probably happened to these people a lot who are like so, I don't uh, abrasive, so like 
standoffish in their profile mm-hmm. to where when you challenge me that like, oh, I have to be worthy to get in your pants. Okay. Challenge accepted. Got in your pants. Achievement unlocked. Done next. Well, here's the thing is I think a lot of them are probably like sick of, yeah, like, okay, they go all the dude, you know, they go on a first date, they have sex with them, and then the dude never calls them again, right? But here's the thing, sis. That's not his fault. That's your fault. If I you're agree. looking for a relationship and that's why you're there, don't fuck him on the first date. Don't fuck him. You, you, are, you are absolutely in the right to not have sex on the first date. Right. If you don't want to fuck someone, don't. If you do, do. It doesn't matter. But if you do fuck them on the first date, don't expect. Don't expect to call again if unless it was, I don't know. I mean, like. There's there's a lot there, and that's why I think we, we should do an episode on it. But We should. We'll do that, yeah, next episode. Um, but we are running so long today, Brian. Oh, my God. Almost two hours. Shit. We're a bunch of chatty Cathy's. Right. Yeah, fair. So okay. that was, uh, Gail, that is my Tinder, what the Frank, profile well, of the week. Well, this is starting to become a really fun activity for me, so. <laughs> Um, I do not have any shout outs because there isn't jack shit going on here. So Nope. Nope. I'm good. I'm good with no shout outs. All right. Well, take care, you attractive little Franks and Beanies. Yeah, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs>